Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, how you doing today, handsome? What's going on, big boy? The bad boys of radio are back. I was. Go- I don't know if I'm digging the bad boys of radio. I don't Why? Know feel- I don't know if I'm feeling that. I we're like know. the Pistons. You're you're Mahorn. I'm Lambeer. Wow. The- we're just Who? we're just throwing elbows and how taking names. How old are names. you? How old are you? I'm. I'm I mean, well, you never ask a guy his age. I mean, that's like the first rule. <laughs> how, what did you miss me last week? I mean, I did. I did. Okay. How was Vegas? How, how did that go? It was uh, it was unbelievable. I um, first, when, is it, when is Vegas never unbelievable? Yeah, exactly. No, so yeah. it was amazing. I uh, the the highlight was when I threw a big fit about uh, making sure that the uh, Kentucky Derby was on at the pool. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, the uh, Boston Bros uh, there watching the 76ers Celtics game were not happy about it. Uh, but I got the horse race on, grabbed my drinks, promised to come back. Never did and miss the whole race. Oh, so that geez. that was one of the many highlights. But it was a great trip. Uh, lot do you do of, a lot of gambling when you go out? To, how could you not gamble? But do you go crazy or what? No, I gamble on myself. Basically, is oh, what I do. On. I don't even know what do that you, means. Oh, but stop it! You, what, what the hell does that mean? I no. I, I'm a, I'm more of a lay by the pool. Uh, have a what? few beverages. Listen, I threw down some bets, Arnie. First of all, shout out to the fine folks at Cosmo. That was a my first uh, trip to Cosmo. That was a great. Experience. I mean, I bet on the ponies. I bet on uh, Cleveland that night. You know, like, listen. Let me tell you, so you don't know how to bet. I used to live in Vegas when I was single. Did you really? You haven't haven't bet until you took your whole paycheck 
and you went there and you put it down on a sporting event not knowing if you were going to eat the next day. You you didn't live Vegas unless, you know what producers did? Producers didn't produce radio and book guests and help you with the show. Producers took your check, cashed it, and made bets for you. That's what producers did. That, wow. That's called living the life. That is, yeah. Yes. I, I, I also, uh, I would have played the Arnie Spanier uh, foolproof blackjack uh, system. Oh, d- you didn't do that? I had a few too many drinks. Oh, pretty much geez. from the moment that I got there. That, I, that, never, I was uh, going to say, I'll never forget one of, my, one of my producers took one of the host checks. He went to cash <laughs> it, was supposed to bring back the money. Three hours later, well, you know how this is going to go. It's not going to end up good. He comes back through the door, and he just had a look on his face. You know that look on your face when you know you just have nothing left of that check? Yes, of course. Zero. He went to the blackjack table, lost every dime. He, he didn't follow the, the Spanier bulletproof? No, no, uh, no. no. I, neither did I, but it's yeah. okay. But it was a fun I, trip. I can't believe it. I would have made you a lot of money. Did you have fun? But did you listen? I got to say this. I did walk into the to the facility here today. The facility. What am I playing the NFL? Um, yeah. I walked into the facility. building. What, what, yeah. what are you in prison? <laughs> <laughs> Funny story about Vegas. No, um, but I I will say, Mike, our producer, did tell me that I missed a heck of a show last week with what happened in the NBA and all that. Oh, you mean my little rant on Philadelphia and all that? I, well, I was, heard, I heard you got the whole city of Philadelphia turned on you. I don't like them anyway, so it really it doesn't make a difference. So uh, a lot steaks. of stuff. By the way, I got to tell you, right, you know, as we start things off, I, I want to say this first of all, disgusting. That are you going to tell me? Because I was filling in for JT last night. I was filling in with Looney last night. When's the last time you went through a Friday and a Saturday? Uh, between like a, a round two, round three, and not had any NBA playoff games, not one game on a Friday and Saturday on on an eleventh and twelfth day of May. When, when's the last time that ever happened? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, four days felt like entirely too long. Now look, I, I listen. I don't. I don't have the pull or the cachet that Adam Silver does. But it felt. I mean, especially Saturday. Come on. I mean, we've been getting four games a day here. As recently as two weeks ago, we go from four to zero. That's really tough. I, I mean, I did just wander around my apartment aimlessly today, waiting oh. for real sports to come on. Thankfully, we got the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs earlier in the day. But I, I'll tell you what, no disrespect to anybody, but there's only so much college softball your boy can take before yeah. he starts to crack, you know? <laughs> you know, my wife's like, let's go to Costco. I, I, I got to watch the game. She's like, what, game. what game do you have to watch? And I'm going, well, there's, there's – Oh, uh, no. Let's go to Costco. Oh you know, no! I'd, I'd, I I was, but you know what? It, this is to, to be honest with you. This is not good for the NBA. The NBA can't have a Friday and a Saturday off, and then you know have the one game premiered on Sunday. And look, I know there's nothing you could do when you get to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, but you've looked to me the premier day obviously is Sunday, but you can't miss a Friday and or a Saturday right in the uh, playoff hunt. This is this is where your ratings are like bread and butter right now. You know? Yeah. First of all, I would say. Shout out to you because now you have soap for the next six years. Because every time you go to Costco, you get stuff in bulk of like yes. years. It's not yes. like it's not like a, a, a six or twelve pack. It's like a six or twelve year pack. So uh, <laughs> I was just at Costco recently, but no, I mean I'm with you 100. percent And it was funny because we went out to to dinner, uh, the girlfriend and I last night, a uh, early Mother's Day gift for her mother, and we're and we're sitting there getting ready, and I. I grab a cold beverage waiting for my young lady to get ready, ready to turn on a game. 
and there really was no game to turn on. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm totally with you. Is I don't know how all this scheduling works. I don't have access to all the fancy uh, uh, computer software to figure this all this stuff out. But you're right, man. Friday night after a long week, if you're just a fan of sports, not even guys like you and I that do this for a living, if you are just a fan of sports, you want to have a game to turn on. It's a bummer we didn't have one yesterday and a bigger bummer we didn't have one today. I don't know who's telling the NBA what is optimal TV watching uh, when it comes to May, but I want the you know it's not you know it's not the same as when you're in the winter months or anything like that. You know, as the weather gets better, I, I'll be honest because I've I live out here in Vermont. When I was in LA, I mean, two weeks of that type of weather, you can get used to something like that. I mean, I remember how it was when when I lived out there. You come back here. People, at the slightest bit of sun, they'll miss any game. It could be maybe the Super Bowl. Uh, they're going to run outside just to catch the sun out there. If if I'm the NBA, I'm not playing games so early in the day. If uh, you know, as, as things start to warm up around the country, I think I got to wait a little bit later at night, especially on the east on the east coast. Well, and that's the other thing too, right? Because keep in mind, first of all, I think you're 100 percent right. The NBA, I feel like, has lost some momentum. I don't feel like there's been as much NBA conversation as there should be in the lead-up to these games. But then it's like you said, now we're going into a Sunday-Monday where Sunday, tomorrow's Mother's Day. People have plans. they got stuff to do. they got to go out. 3.30 in the afternoon, one, feels like a really tough window to have a game. But then two... That's what, 12.30 on you guys? On the West Coast? I mean, geez, that's that's primetime Mother's Day brunch, is it not? I will be stuffing eggs down my gullet as we, as yeah. LeBron and uh, whoever plays for the Celtics these days, tip off. Uh, but then you go, but then to your point, you go right into Monday where people are coming back from work. But you know, and, and Monday's the beginning of the week. You know, new me, new week, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you got to worry about Game One. And especially, by the way, that's going to be a, a, a late tip off on the East Coast, nine o'clock. It would have made to me if there was any way they could have done it. Have game one tonight on the West Coast so that you can start that game late and everybody can watch yeah. it. And then, oh, by the way, the Bad Boys Radio can break it down. Everyone can tune into us for post game. I don't know if a, if a Monday is more profitable than a Saturday. And look, I I don't I know how this it. works, and, yeah. and and who knows who has to go first, how this was planned out. I I would be intrigued. You know, they've how you guys have insight, you reporters. I'm talking about you writers. Uh, how you get like insight to the NCAA selection? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you love to have insight to like how the schedule is done or different variations in the NFL or how they do something like this in the NBA scheduling? How great would that be, huh? I'm totally on board with you. And the other thing, too, is it's not like there have been times in years past where in your neighborhood maybe the Celtics and the Bruins are in the playoffs at the same time. Yes, or, that, that makes, yeah. Yeah, out here in L.A., the Lakers and the Kings or the Clippers and the Kings, there's no double up in these arenas. So I yeah, what well, I don't think you have to worry about the Clippers and the Lakers. So. Yeah, no, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, there's yeah. no <laughs> hockey team in Houston. Uh, there's no hockey team at Oracle Arena. It just do- it just doesn't make sense to me why they couldn't have. I, I, first of all, if I'm with you. I would have started these games on Friday and Saturday. Uh, but if you couldn't do that, at least get us a Saturday night game. Come on, people want to watch sports. 
Look, all right, Cavaliers-Celtics, I want to get right into it. I want to say something about this. Look how in college basketball, when you have the team that's undermanned or they may have an injury, somebody's out, maybe a team that's a mid-major, they win a couple of games, America gets behind them. I'm not feeling that wave with the Celtics. I think out of the four teams left in the playoffs, I think if you're a neutral fan, your team has been eliminated, uh, you know, you just like to watch the NBA or whatever it is, or you just uh, you root for guys instead of teams, I bet you more people are jumping on the other three teams' bandwagons more more so than they are on the Celtics. I think if you took a four-team poll, Celtics would be like one of those 3% or other. You know what I'm saying, Aaron? Well, this is an Arnie Spanier specialty right here. Because when we started this show, uh, it was in the midst of the NCAA tournament, the midst of Loyola of Chicago, your girl sister, Jean, Making yes. this de- and and your point, which I think is hundred percent on point, is everyone talks about how they want the underdog, they want the little guy, right? But at the end of the day, they actually want the brand name. So in in college basketball, it's Duke and North Carolina and Kentucky and Kansas, and then by the way, in the NBA, it's LeBron, it's the Warriors, it's the Rockets. I'm with you. Maybe maybe it's because I don't think people think that the Celtics really have a chance to win this thing. Maybe in the East, it, it, it may be different. I just heard Ephraim Salam. Yeah, but it, it, no different than Loyola, as you just mentioned. Did we really think that they were going? Well, I I guess you can when you win up to there. But it, same thing as the Celtics. Let's just say now that Celtics are in the conference finals, that's like winning what four games in a row in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no, but I, I just think that the point being is that I think at the end of the day, fans want to see greatness, and greatness is the Warriors going for three titles in four years. It's LeBron trying to slay the beast. It's Houston trying to do something that Chris Paul certainly never done, that Mike D'Antoni's never done. The Celtics, it's like, eh, they're a bunch of, you know, they're a ragtag group, they're fine, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be a cool story if the Celtics, one, made the finals, and two, won it, but I mean, are you going to... I mean, are you going to feel good at, at night? Are you going to be telling your grandkids about the time that Jalen Brown uh, raised the the Larry O'Brien trophy? I don't know. Maybe you would. I, I just I do feel like I, I just think that fans want what they perceive to be the best matchup, and that best matchup is LeBron versus whoever comes out of the way. You want to hear something funny? Let's say the Celtics did win that series. They might not be one of the top three stories in the series. If the Celtics saw a one, the number one story would be Cavs lose. The number two story is where's LeBron going, and the number three story is where's LeBron going. I mean, you know, I mean, really, it, it'd be or for now you're gonna have number four is Ty Lue coming back. I mean, you would have more stuff about the Cavaliers than you would you about know, the Celtics making the championship. You know, it would be the other big story. What Kyrie is he all yeah. of a sudden just expect like who is Kyrie at this point? I mean, you make the the conference finals without him. Both teams made the conference finals without him. Then it becomes. Can you trade? I, whatever it would be, who knows? I, I don't know that he'd be on the trading block, but but all of a sudden the Kyrie narrative. Let's let's just say uh, if you want to buy Kyrie stock, it would be at an all time low if the Celtics made the finals after he got hurt. All right, I, I gotta you gotta do me a favor. Anything you for you? We're do me a favor. Radio partners. You know, uh, t- you know. Usually, I'm the tough guy. I'm the one busting chops and punching oh, and swinging away. Sweetheart. I I need you. 
to stick up for me against the Mason Mauler. He was attacking me yesterday when I said that uh, the NBA wasn't intriguing in the playoffs and it was boring. Who said that? And now he sends it to us where he goes, not good for the NBA? Yeah, because people are going to stop watching LeBron James in basketball to watch what? NHL, baseball, NASCAR? Please stop. The NBA hasn't lost momentum. People will be around watching basketball and talk all week about NBA playoffs. Tell you what, when we get back... You attack him, as I did this all day yesterday with him. We just were battling. And I, and I also told him it wasn't intriguing. So we'll get to that. We'll talk about these series. We'll get into Golden State-Houston because we all know the Rockets are going to win in seven. And i got to give you my little rant about the Sixers. So we got a lot we to get Philly. to. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. It's a Saturday. Play that all you want. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This segment of the show is brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. I want to read the, the real quick the tweet uh, from Derek that says, uh, Torres, tell that brainless baboon, uh, stinking genius, the TV networks decide the schedule for the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. I, I, I would never have figured that out. Oh, oh boy. Never would have figured out that the TV networks do that. And that the four-letter network hard start date for the NBA Finals on May 31st. Actually, that, that's even not even true, Aaron. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there's no hard start date. There may be one now, but there wasn't one when the playoffs started. That gets dictated after the first two rounds are done. Uh, and then they say the, the, the shortest and then the longest. Then they narrow it down to the date. But it doesn't uh, have a hard start date when the playoffs start. Arnie, there's an old saying. Yeah. There's an exception to every rule. Yeah. I don't care what the deal was. You don't go four days in the middle of May when you've <laughs> captured America's attention. I mean, keep in mind, yeah. we, this is what you and I do. A lot of our fans, obviously, listening, they're, they're huge NBA fans. But the, the reality is most people don't pay attention to the NBA until about April 1st or so, right? We, we're, we're a... We're, I think that was a baboon. So was that you, Arnie? Is everything yes, okay that, over that there? Was me, okay, yes, okay I just want to make sure. You okay? You got, a, yeah. you got like a like bugs on your back and you picked <laughs> off or what? What's going on over there? Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, look, we're a football nation. We love the NFL. Right around, got a kick out of that one. Um, and we watch football until the four, you know middle of February. Then we kind of sort of get into college basketball. I mean, this is the NBA's this is time the money to time. take over. Right. Yes. yes. Exactly. This is the money time. And, and again, not good to go ahead and, and as we answer the Mason Mauler who was picking on me, uh, no, it's not good for the NBA. You have momentum, and you don't want to lose any momentum. Well, granted, I know the baseball is a long season, but the NHL can snatch it up. you got the Vegas Gold Knights. Everybody paying attention to that. Well, you know? I was going to say in response to the Mason Mauler uh, is that, it, by the way, it's what you said earlier, Arnie. It's not always just other sports that are going to take away your attention from the NBA. It could be... That it's nice outside. That you want to. See. It doesn't have to be because the NBA is not on. I'm automatically going to watch NASCAR. Like no, that's not how it works. But the NBA is not on. Well, the wife wanted to go out to dinner, so now we're going to go out to dinner. And oh, by the way, I forgot. You know, you know what I mean. Like it's. It, it doesn't have to be a zero sum game. Is that because the NBA isn't on, you're going to switch to another sport? I'm just saying, and you're just saying, when you get the momentum, when you get everybody talking about your sport, keep it going, and there's no better way than to miss a Friday or Saturday, bring it back Sunday in the middle of Mother's Day when people aren't going to be able to watch. Yeah, and that, again, I, I don't know how the time 
is decided. I, I guess they work closely with, obviously, the networks. But come on now. Uh, really, right in the middle of Mother's Day, not a great decision, especially on the West Coast. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres or at Stinking Genius One because we always we get the we get the worst hate tweets ever at the you, network. I, you do, I, I do. They don't do. they don't seem to dislike me that much. Uh, DeSega, what did you have on the schedule, my friend? What's the NBA on? really painted themselves into a corner, guys, because in their NBA calendar that comes out before the season started the conference finals for example were not due to begin until tuesday and wednesday they moved it up to a sunday monday start and that's the earliest they can move it up and yes the nba finals are due to start on may 31st so we're finally getting to basketball tomorrow afternoon and that should be the last day game by the way of the postseason is tomorrow by the way can i can i say one thing really quick yeah the reason that they first of all so Great point by DeSager, and I think it's an important point that, there, as I said, there's an exception to every rule. They weren't supposed to start till Tuesday. They moved it up. But doesn't this speak to the problem of the NBA that all four second-round series went four or five games? Yeah, exactly. That there is a massive gap between Houston and Golden State and whatever team LeBron is on, and then you just so happen to have the other team that's the best coach team in the NBA. But the broader point is we only have this problem because Golden State and Houston are so much better than everybody else. And bad news for us is that after they pack up from Houston in the first two games Wednesday night, we don't get any basketball Thursday. We don't get any basketball Friday this week. At all? None. Wow. So we Usually got, you'll get that between Game 2 and Game 3 when they have to travel. Cleveland, they're not going to be playing after Tuesday night until Saturday night. Cleveland and Boston are off in between Tuesday and Saturday this next week. Wednesday, Thursday. Oh that's like long goodness. enough for like Odell Beckham to have a boat trip. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's a oh, long time. You stole time. my joke. Uh, did I? I'm sorry. You stole my joke. But you're right. The, the, the second round went so fast. I mean, I wanted our producer, Mike Myers, fired when he Uh-oh. even suggested that New Orleans – could uh, could put up a fight against Golden State, not even win, but put up a fight. He deserved to be fired for that. Yeah, and yet you still didn't fire me. I'm still here. No, so because nobody else will work on the show. That's Gee, why. I can't imagine why. Yeah, because they all hate me. You know, Aaron, when you were gone all last week when I was in Los Angeles, the number one question was, so when did you say you were going back to Vermont? Wow. So when, Yeah, when, when did that you was, say you were And that was just Vermont? from your mom, right? That, oh, uh, thank you very much. Too soon, thank wow. You. It's yes, like the variety. It's like, week. see, we don't have any basketball to talk about, so this has turned into weekend at the yes. Apollo. We're just cracking one-liners left and right here. Let's. I want to get to the Seventy Sixers real quick because obviously they get eliminated. I went on a rant last week uh, saying this team uh, not only overrated. I thought Simmons was overrated. I thought the fans, the city, cheesesteaks, everything overrated. <laughs> the way they did this process, you know, I, I got to tell you, they thought that they were genius with the way they were tanking games or losing games. Games and getting high picks. I don't know. Did it turn out so great? Yes, they got Simmons. Fultz could be one of the biggest busts in the history of number one draft picks out there. And hey, yeah, okay, the big guy, Joe Embiid, he's pretty good if he stays healthy, but they did everything wrong. I got to tell you, I'm glad they lost. They deserved it. Well, first of all, we're going to talk about Philly being overrated in a second, but I just want you to know you are not the only person. That was out on Philadelphia. As you know, Arnie, at the end of every show, we make predictions. And on April 21st, when America had 76ers fever, everybody had the Liberty Bell. You know, they were ringing that Liberty Bell really loud. This is what I said on this show. My playoff prediction 
your beloved Philadelphia 76ers yes. do not win the East. That's it, it's. I don't know if it's a hot take or not. I just feel like there's a little too much love right now because of it. I have uh, not the 76ers. I haven't decided who yet. There you go. Well, so we, we're I kindred mean, not spirits. The ease. Well, slow well, down. No, no, no. There. no, but I think it plays to your point, though, is yeah. that there was so much 76ers. And part of it is I get it. Look, the the Celtics uh, are banged up. The, the Cavs struggled in that first round. But the whole point of why you think that they're overrated, which I think you're correct on, is because everyone in America just put them in the NBA Finals after a couple wins against the Miami Heat. And so I don't know that they're overrated as much as just America decided they were the default pick because the Cavs were struggling, because the Celtics were struggling. I don't know that they're overrated, but I do think America overreacted to them in general. You know, you've heard that the NFL is a copycat league, and you could pretty much maybe say that in the NBA, maybe even in the other leagues also. My question to you is, can you imagine how bad it would have been for the NBA had the 76ers won the championship and all the other teams took notice? Remember in baseball, the Astros won the, uh, the World Series. Now, how many teams are so-called tanking in baseball? We got a lot of lousy teams in baseball. Had the 76ers won the championship, how many teams the following year or two would have done the same process? It's the best thing that ever happened to the NBA that the Sixers didn't win it. Yeah, no, I, you and I disagree on the process just in general. But I don't know. It just it felt like it was too soon, right? The one thing about the NBA that we've learned historically, with the exception probably last year of the Warriors when Kevin Durant just came in and they were so much better than everybody else, it takes time in the NBA. And it's funny, I have a buddy uh, who works at FS1. He's a researcher there. And he said when people when there was real hype that the 76ers were going to make a run and win the East. And again, part of that was because the, the Celtics were banged up, the Cavs were struggling against the Pacers. My buddy told me, he said, look, this may happen, the 76ers making this run to the finals because Cleveland's so bad, Boston's so bad, Toronto's so bad, but there is no historical precedent for it ever happening. There's no historical precedent for a team whose entire core has never even played in the playoffs to make a run to the finals, and that's what I think a lot of people were predicting as recently as uh, probably two or so weeks ago when that series against Boston started. All right, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Uh, when we get back, we'll uh, take a look at uh, not only about Casey getting fired, and I know a lot of people chime in about that, but my partner's got a question he wants to throw out there. First, though, we check in with the Sager, who, what the heck uh, kind of scores you're going to give us, uh, except for baseball uh, and what, what hockey game? There's not a lot out there to Sager. Yeah, NBA Eastern Conference Final starts tomorrow afternoon. Cleveland at Boston. The NBA's West Final starts Monday night. Golden State at Houston. The NHL. Boss would like you to give those finals right now to Sager. <laughs> yeah, you would like to. Yes, West Final. I will be, oh, believe me, you're I will in be advance. Of course, that. you're going to give yes. us the wrong score. Yes. yes. The opener wow. of the NHL's West Final was at Winnipeg, and the Jets were up on Vegas 3 nothing after about seven and a half minutes. Winnipeg 4 2 final and on fs1 the nascar event 400 from kansas has just ended kevin harvick the winner his fifth victory this year in 12 races online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience guys are you aware that the dodgers today called up from triple a a reliever who is a switch pitcher 
He's ambidextrous. At any point, he can throw right or left-handed. I saw a clip from him in the minors that he just put the glove on the other hand. They didn't even have to stop the game and switch gloves. I like that. Pat Venditti, who had uh, some stops in the American League with a career ERA near five. He turns 33 next month, but nonetheless, at spring training with the Dodgers, had an ERA 1.59, and then a AAA 1.53, and he's in the game right now. They brought him trailing in the sixth inning. They brought him on, and he got a ground out to end the inning, got a couple outs to start the seventh, has just got the final out of the seventh inning. Unfortunately, the Dodgers are yet again losing at seventh inning stretch in L.A. The Reds are up 5-3. The Reds, a team that a few days ago was 8-27 and this season, about to perhaps win their fifth straight game. The Dodger relievers, by the way, give up a home run to give up the lead. Dodger relievers have now allowed 11 homers just in the last 19 games. In San Diego, it's Padres 1-1 with the Cardinals in the bottom of the ninth. Still playing ball at Pittsburgh at this late hour. It's 5-5, Giants and Pirates, bottom of the eighth inning. There was a rain delay of about 90 minutes at the start of that one. Chance of rain in Pittsburgh for the next week. Mets at Philadelphia, they didn't play at all. Rained out and a chance of rain there in Philly every day for the next 10 days. Well, at least we didn't lose. Uh, Yeah, and Jacob deGrom is still on schedule to start Sunday, coming off the DL, weather permitting tomorrow. They're going to have Noah Syndergaard start on Tuesday. But tonight's game at Philly will be made up in August. We'll see how many other rain delays they have in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh over the next week. Yankees in Boston each one. Victories today for the Cubs and Washington. And Houston beat Texas tonight 6-1. Charlie Morton 5-0 got the win, 14 strikeouts in seven innings. Back to you. All right, thanks a lot to hey. Sagers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Um, so, well, I, we so, just stop with that already. So, Arnie. Jeez. Yes, Aaron. All, all your haters are now turning on me. This Good. Mason Mauler. Better you than me. This Mason Mauler character. Yeah. Yeah, the NBA has real problems. Give me some of those problems. Hip league, most endorsed athletes, most popular athletes. Here's a fact, Arnie. Do you know that the WWE outrated the first round of the NBA playoffs? This insanely popular league with the most pop. And I don't even like wrestling. I don't even like wrestling. But I do think that there is a misconception that the NBA is this untouchable, infallible product when the reality is is that the ratings were down in the first round of the playoffs. And I'll be very curious to see. Oh, they got to be down in the second, man. They got to be down in the second. And if the Warriors go up, say, 2-0 against Houston, is anyone going to tune in for games three, games four, games five? And then if they go up in game one or game two, you know, part of this whole ratings game is you got to keep the viewers once you get them. And when the Warriors are beating everybody by 25, people are tuning it off. People are going to bed. I live on the West Coast, and I have gone to bed during some of these Warriors games because they're up by so much. I can't even imagine the folks on the East Coast. I do think, by the way, this is a big problem for the NBA. There is no competitive balance right now. Maybe yeah. the Rockets will prove me wrong over the next two weeks, but I really think Golden State's going to run through Houston. They're going to run through the East and the East champion. And I think the NBA's got a real problem on their hands. That's how good the Warriors are. All right, real quick, I want to get to Dwayne Casey. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I, 
I just found out Toronto had a basketball team anyway. So uh, the last <laughs> thing I want to do is spend a lot of time on their coach. Real quick, and you know better than me because you're the basketball expert, how many championships in the seven years, because everybody's outraged, uh, and maybe rightfully so, I don't know the coaching background of Joanne Casey. How many championships, uh, NBA championships, did he win with Toronto in those seven years, Aaron? What, two, three? How many did he win with those? You know, we'd have to ask the Mason Mahler, who knows everything about yeah. the NBA. Uh, but as best I can remember, I think the answer is zero. 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 And matter of fact, uh, they missed the playoffs first couple of years, lost in the first round two years after that also. So four years, they've done nothing. And then they lost in the conference finals, semifinals, semifinals. I guess my question is, uh, why are people, again, outraged? And nothing against uh, Dwayne Casey, but is this enough to say, oh, well, you, we're, we're, we're just trying to get into the second round? That's all. What, what exactly? I think I've got to go ahead, and I would think I would have made that move. I don't care about the Coach of the Year award. That's like a well, popularity contest, but I think they made the right move here. I think it's exactly what you said. I think fans are dumb. I think that's really what it comes down to because they see the, the bright, shiny object of Coach of the Year, and they think, oh, well, this guy's got to be good. Well, there's a difference between being good and not being bad. I don't think he's a bad coach, but as you said, Arnie, look, the, the, the reality is in sports, at a certain point, nobody likes being in second place. Right. And it's like you said, you play to win championships. And so for me, I have no problem with this. Dwayne Casey is just the latest victim of a guy that can't get past LeBron in the Eastern Conference. It cost Tom Thibodeau his job. Three out of five years, Thibodeau lost to LeBron's team in the playoffs. He was gone. Frank Vogel lost to LeBron three years in a row. He was gone. And the reality is this. You knew what the stakes were coming in the playoffs. You can only have so many good regular seasons and not fulfill that promise in the playoffs before the fan base starts to get frustrated. And before, by the way, apparently your boss, the GM, Masai Ujiri, starts to get frustrated as well. Yeah, so uh, again, I know a lot of people are outraged about that. Uh, Toronto, obviously, we're going a different direction. Uh, and by the way, there's no second T when they pronounce that. It's Toronto. I remember when I got banned by the, in the United States, I worked up in Toronto. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, they let me know that right off the bat. You've worked uh, all over, huh? Yeah, I did. I've done all over the place. Vermont. Uh, hey, tell me that question you want to ask everybody now that uh, you brought up before the show. The question I wanted you to ask. You know what, the, about if you could have a pick, would it be a player, GM, oh. Coach or owner? Okay, so shout out to my guy Dave. He hosts yeah. radio in Sacramento, Dave Carmichael. I was on his show yesterday, and he asked me, he said, Aaron, there's an expansion. You're, you're an expansion team, okay? So the Warriors are as is, the, the Cavs are as is, whatever. You have the pick of one entity to start your franchise. It can be an owner, a GM, a coach, or a player. You can take anyone in the league. Who do you take and why? And so if I can tee this up, the obvious answer you would think would be a player, probably LeBron. LeBron's only got a year, two, three years left at his apex, right? All these other guys have proven that they can't win. They can't carry a team by themselves. Kevin Durant goes to a finals when he's 23, doesn't get back for six years until he leaves for Golden State. Giannis, the supposed next great thing in the NBA, right. can't get past the first round of the playoffs. Anthony Davis, the next great thing in the NBA, has one playoff series win his entire career. And so I said, I don't know this for sure, but if you could take one owner, GM, player, coach to start your thing from ground up, 
I think it might have to be Brad Stevens. What do you think? I, you know, I always say it's the players that decide 82 games out of 82 games. Maybe a coach in the NBA is worth three or four, or something like that, even though I thought Brad Stevens has done a phenomenal job. To me, it's always about the players. I'll take the player uh, before anything else. And then second of all, uh, I would probably take a great coach before I take a great GM or owner. GM would be third. Owner would be fourth. But hopefully we just get the hell out of my hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's different if, the entire league is starting over and all of the players are available. But my point is, is that, look, you could talk about all these great individual players, but we've seen that without help, Anthony Davis really can't do much by himself. Giannis, without help, can't really do much by himself. Russell Westbrook can't do much by himself. Chris Paul didn't get to a conference finals until this year. This is like his 13th year in the league. My only argument is Brad Stevens has proven, if you want to say, well, it's the East, whatever, Brad Stevens has proven he doesn't need superstars. He doesn't need his well, full rock. What? What? What are you well, saying? Slow down. Well, gonna, Michael gonna... Michael needed Scotty. Shaq needed Kobe. Uh, I mean, everybody always needs something out there. Who does Larry LeBron have? Needed the crew that he had. Who does LeBron have? Well, LeBron has. Don't tell me Kyle Korver. The LeBron has. Don't tell me Jeff. Don't tell me Jeff Green. I know you're a big Jeff Green well, guy. Come on, I mean he does have, have Kevin Love. I mean, don't oh have, like, Kevin come on, Love is, Kevin is Love, garbage now. Come on, I mean Kevin Love's kind of garbage. He's been kind of garbage these playoffs. He hasn't well, been yeah, an All Star these playoffs. No, I mean, but overall though, I mean, he's, it's not like it's his first cup of coffee with Cleveland though. How about been on the team a while? How about the year that it was his first cup of coffee when LeBron took a team without Kevin Love and without Kyrie Irving to the finals? Well, that's why if LeBron wins now, he'll be the the best of all time. Put him he, ahead he of Michael. Already is. Oh, I don't even. I don't. I don't want to get. Don't don't get me started. Oh, do we on ruin that it? We ruin the whole show. I know. Spoiler we ruin alert. the next hour. You see what you did? Fire the producer. When we get back, <laughs> oh, we'll check in with DeSager and uh, update us on all the NBA scores. Oh, there's no game site. Well, there's other <laughs> stuff he's got to update us on. I'm sure about that. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? Oh, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Saturday night with no NBA playoffs. Boy, could you imagine if they had to keep it Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, my goodness. Then we'd really be complaining about that, Aaron. It'd be a full week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I could actually spend Mother's Day with my mom, but yeah. other than that, you know. Yeah. So. Well, let's uh, check in with the guy who would not uh, let me uh, stay on his couch, but he said he would when I came to town, but he wouldn't open the door. <laughs> it's Steve DeSager. What's up, DeSager? We had a back porch that was free. Wow. Come on now. <laughs> That's in return for all the pizza you didn't buy the crew when you were yeah, here for I, two that straight was bad weekends. Of me too. I should have bought, <laughs> I feel bad about that. That's By the way, I do have an Arizona Wildcat story for you in just oh, a moment, but I do want to mention tell. that tonight, going out in Brazil as we speak, is UFC 224 on pay per view. They still have one man. Ben's bout to go until the feature bout, which is the Brazilian, the champion Amanda Nunez tonight against American Raquel Pennington, who's been off for 18 months since the decision over Misha Tate. And there are four ball games going on right now, all of them close. Cardinals at San Diego going to the 10th inning 1-1. In Anaheim, it's Angels Twins tied 3-3. By the way, the ex-Twins manager, Ron Gardenhire, now with Detroit, was kicked out in the second game of their doubleheader that they split. 
That means he has been ejected for 75 times now in his major league career. Out of how many ga- uh, Congratulations. Well, it's been a few years. I mean, he's yeah. had a long career. He was with Minnesota for a while, for example, but still. Wow. 75. Uh, in Pittsburgh, they're still playing, and we're nearing midnight in Pittsburgh, but they had a rain delay at the start. It's yeah, Pirates, relax. top of the ninth, 6-5 Pittsburgh over the Giants, and the Dodger bullpen, awful as ever tonight, blew a lead, and the Reds lead 5-3 so, in L.A., bottom of the eighth. So the Dodgers, five straight playoff appearances, and then Arnie takes them in as their own, That's as right. if they're a lost, abandoned dog yeah, in the throw streets. Throw it on me. Throw yeah. it and now, on me. And next thing you know, they can't win a game. They've got I'm to win. I'm sticking with my Dodgers now that the, my Mets are in fourth it's place. It's not I'm just that Dodgers. they had made the playoffs five years in a row, which the great Dodger franchise had never done. They'd won the NL West five straight years. Great point. Arnie says the phrase, my Dodgers, during the postseason. <laughs> they host Game 7 of the World Series and proceed to have literally the worst Game 7 any home team has ever had in a World Series, and I'm Houston takes the title. I'm glad. So, I'm why do you Thanks do that a lot. to us, Arnie? Why do you do that? Uh, you, couldn't have just t- you couldn't have just adopted, like, Arizona Diamondbacks or somebody. You had to come out and the team that the whole city rallied around? No. Instead, he says, my, my Wildcats, my Arizona Wildcats all the time. Oh, things are going good which there. Is yeah, the FBI's the only... got a satellite, <laughs> exactly. a satellite uh, campus over there. And it's the only football program in the conference that's never made the Rose Bowl. So let's keep up that uh, stretch. Oh, in, in, in the offseason, though, Arizona's athletic department is having kind of a road tour event, taking members across the state to meet alums, meet fans, including, for example, the new head football coach, Kevin Sumlin. They have a meet-and-greet with him scheduled in Tempe a week from Monday, you know, where rival Arizona State is located, and they got a brewery a mile from the rival ASU campus to be the host until Sun Devil fans found out about it, and now they've had to move the event out to Scottsdale. Watch, Sun Devil fans. The brewery owner was unaware when contacted about the event by a third party that it was going to be an Arizona off-season rally. What a liar. (laughs) Oh, Kevin Sumlin's just going to show up? He's just going to show up. Apparently they didn't know, but anyway, as uh, College Football Talk said, nice try, Arizona. Oh, can you imagine like if they did that in the South and – like in Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Auburn said, came oh, in. Oh, yeah, and- we're going to have an Auburn thing. Oh, well, oh, you are, are you? But here's the counter to that. Do you think Herm Edwards has any idea, one, that Arizona's even his rival, two, who Kevin <laughs> Sumlin is? I mean, Herm Edwards, Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. You play to win, win the game. The game. Yeah. yeah, he's been uh, in Bristol for a little too long. I, he, he seems a little bit lost in college football right now. Yeah. But, you know. Whatever. Notice when he was at San Diego State, I believe they were a whack team, Arizona, <laughs> Arizona State. So, been a while. You guys have mentioned the time off the NBA has had in its postseason. So, stepping yeah. into the void Thursday night, the NHL had a game seven with its top two teams in the standings facing off against each other. Yep. Unfortunately, it was Nashville and Winnipeg, and it got only about a million and a half viewers, which is actually down from last year. And the entire second round, even including on NBC, only got 1.6 million viewers. So another missed opportunity for the National Hockey League. They also have the World Championships, you know, every year in the sport of hockey during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Which is crazy. Every year it happens as teams get eliminated, some of their players go to the tournament and just join midway through the tournament with their host country. Nashville just got 
uh, eliminated, so some of the players are leaving to go to that tournament, which is in Denmark. Denmark is 4-0. and Host U.S., led by Patrick Kane, is 5-0 and in that tournament so Gosh, far. They, they couldn't just wait two weeks to get the best player? What is wrong with yeah. hockey? Yeah. yeah, and we had no hockey at the Olympics. That, uh, and that's the other Keep thing. that in mind. And finally, congratulations to Cleveland's guard, George Hill, who missed practice today because he was yes. getting his degree. Good for him. At IUPUI at the age of 32. Anthony I Lynn like today, that. the L.A. Chargers coach, coach got his degree yes. after 25 years, which is pretty cool, too. I love that. Thanks a lot to Sager. Mm-hmm. Hour one in the books. We'll come back for the power hour of the show. Uh, Vegas runner also will join us live from where else? Las Vegas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, you can play that all you want. Good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you? 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, Aaron Torres back from his little weekend jaunt in Las Vegas. I can't believe you don't have like a gambling story, something where you won a boatload of money, lost, lost a boatload of money, uh, you know, a tip that you got uh, gambling or something. Nothing like that? Nothing cool like that? I, I lost a boatload of money. It was just at the bar at the pool at Caesars yeah, Palace. Wow. I mean, that's I, a... You know, I, I was such a degenerate when I lived there. Oh, it was such a long time ago. I mean, I actually had hair, a ponytail, and a mustache. But you still, you that, still have the yeah. ponytail. I well, mean, there's nothing I, on top. But it's yeah, good. I just, I just wish. But I remember somebody gave me a tip in tennis. Right? <laughs> yes, the tennis bet. Let's go. Sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. I, I bet, sir. I think it's Sergey Bruguera to win the French Open. I believe that year uh, at twenty-two to one, and he won. I put a hundred dollars on him. And I won back two thousand two hundred dollars plus my hundred. I thought I had won the lottery. I I had thought I was the richest guy in Las Vegas at that time, Aaron. It was crazy. The was... Cl- the closest I have to that is the year that Lonzo Ball got to UCLA. People forget they missed the tournament the year before Lonzo got there, and they opened at UCLA opened at seventy five to one. Uh, to win the national championship, I get out of here! Yeah, and I said, you know, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. I, I, by the time I got to Vegas, I got them at fifty to one. My All buddy, right. my buddy Brian was out there and didn't make the bet like he promised at seventy-five to one. So I had to make it later in the summer. But I was sitting. Imagine that UCLA starts the year unranked. I think they were finish, picked to finish like fifth in the Pac-12. I was sitting on a fifty-to-one ticket all year long, and they got to like number one in the country. Did you bet big money? I bet I mean I I don't know that I I'd be living on a beach somewhere not doing this show with you but I might you know I I, I probably would have taken car. I, I yeah. might have taken a couple weeks off and I, there would have been a beach prominently involved it just yes. wouldn't have been the rest of my life that's all Yes that oh, how awesome is that that's a that's a good one 50 I like to that, one huh? all year I was freaking out I mean it was and then it was the whole thing of like do I hedge? How do I hedge? I got to call Vegas runner. I got to teach myself how to hedge. But I ended up, I ended up biting the bullet, sticking with it. Uh, it didn't work out for me. But, you know, it was a good run. We had a good run, me and Lonzo. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, uh, Power Hour Vegas runner actually going to join us uh, in about, oh, let's say, about 15 minutes from now, live from where else, Las Vegas. And they give you the latest odds on the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you know, just one more thing on the uh, as we get ready for both. Uh, the intrigue so far in the NBA, you said uh, um, ratings were down in the first round. Uh, I'm real going to be real curious. I can't imagine they're up in the second round. I have not 
uh, really been intrigued with the NBA playoffs. Sure, we had a good couple of first games in that first round or first round games. But other than that, in the LeBron Bank winner, we're really not talking about the play here. We've just been looking forward to the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, and this is the thing about the NBA, that, and I think it's troublesome, is that every other sport, whether you go into a season, you go into a playoff, whatever, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, look, at we, got, we have an expansion team that's in the Final Four in the NHL. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, how many times did people pick against that team in the playoffs? They win the Super Bowl. And with the NBA, the four teams that we would have all picked in the preseason to make the conference finals have made it. And by the way, to your point, Arnie, none of them were challenged in the second round. And so right. to me, you know, it's one thing to see, people say, well, we've had dynasties in the past. We have never had a competitive imbalance where the top two or three teams are this much better than everybody else. I mean, uh, one sweep and three four-to-one series, like that, that isn't good for this sport. And as you said, we don't have the ratings yet for the second round. We're not going to have the conference finals or the finals. But unless the Rockets can put up a fight here, I don't know what there is to get excited about for the rest of these well, playoffs. Well, wait a minute. With that being said, though, uh, at least you got three of the four intriguing teams in. I mean, you have LeBron. I mean, that's what it's like having Tiger Woods in the in the yeah. golf. So you've got LeBron. You've got Golden State. You've got the Rockets, which are I'm not saying a ratings builder, but they you needed that second matchup uh, to go ahead to go to Golden State to just boost it a little bit more. So you got three of the four teams in there. That's going to spell good for the NBA, no? Yeah, I think. It, I, look, this is the matchups that we wanted, but the 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 easy path that all these teams took to get there, that can't be good, right? I mean, you know, I saw a stat today. The Warriors are 24-3 and in the playoffs since Kevin Durant got to Golden State. I mean, they haven't even been challenged at any point, and that's why I keep referencing Houston, because I think Houston's important. I think there has to be a semblance of somebody has a chance against this team, because I was telling Mike, our producer, this before. People want to talk about all these great historical juggernauts. Well, say what you want about the Jordan-era Bulls. Jordan's teams were challenged. Like, like the Pacers took Michael Jordan to Game 7. The Jazz took Chicago Bulls to Game 6 in back-to-back years. The Warriors haven't even seen a Game 6 since this Kevin Durant era started. And wow. Like, yeah. The, I mean, 20. 20- I didn't know that. I had not thought of that. Yes. The, I mean, I, if if they run through the Rockets, then I just think the NBA is in so much trouble because it's one thing to have great teams, but it's uh, it's it, it's certainly one thing to have three, four, five great teams and they're all battling it out. But, uh, you know, right now, to me, watching these playoffs, Golden State looks so much head and shoulders above it because it's not just the offense. They they play great defense. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go, 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 go. All I, was gonna say, go. all I was going to say was they just look like a complete team. Houston, it feels like they got to outscore you. They just play to, we're going to eventually hit more threes than you do and wear you down. Golden State is a complete team. They have great defensive players. They can all shoot, of course, except for Iguodala. They can switch on defense. I just don't know what the weakness is with Golden State. 24-3, and three, you said, in the playoffs since Kevin Durant uh, joined the team. And I'm picking the Rockets to win in seven. So I get and wow. I, I hear the sexy pick. Wow. I, I'm listening to everybody's sexy pick. Not only are they picking Golden State, but they're picking the Warriors to go in a five. 
I'm like, what, are we not having – are the Rockets – did they have the best record in the Western Conference? Did I, did I miss something here? Did they get some games subtracted? Or hey, or how, hey, how is everybody going with Golden who, State in five? Who had the best record in the East this year? I forget. Well, th- th- that's Toronto, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. What is yeah. what is the best? But that's the East. You know, you, you can't go by the East because then you know the Celtics and Cleveland really didn't try. Remember last year, uh, Cleveland didn't even care about having the number one seed, and look how it turned out for them. Very true. I will say this about your Rockets, though. Yeah, if they want to make a run, your boy James Harden better step his game up, man. He has been bad. In these playoffs, certainly the last couple games against Houston, I look or against Utah, I looked it up today. He shot eighteen percent, six for thirty-two from three in the last four games of that series. I mean, I, I don't think it's any secret the the Rockets closed out Game Five in large part because of Donovan Mitchell not being there, but Chris Paul just going bananas, and right? It, and it, it, you can't count on Chris Paul to get forty plus points every single game this series. James Harden, he's supposedly the MVP, the most valuable player. He's got to start playing like it if your Rockets are going to win this series in seven games. All right, so if you're right then, and this is like a Golden State five, then the NBA better hope that the Cavs don't think win this in five. I got the Cavs winning in seven, which means they got to go to Boston, who has not lost at home in the playoffs yet, and win on the road. But I think this is going to be more, I think both are grueling series. Am I wrong to think that this one's going seven? No, I don't think so because, one, Brad Stevens, the second smartest man in New England behind you, Arnie. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just think <laughs> the other thing is I don't think the disparity between these two teams is that great. I mean, everyone talks about uh, uh, the Celtics being this shorthanded team and, and this and that, and they are, obviously, no Kyrie, no Gordon Hayward. Let's not forget, it was two weeks ago that we were talking about, could the Cavs... Remember, we were on Saturday nights. Cavs-Pacers Game 7 was Sunday. It wasn't that long ago right. that we thought the Cavs were in really tough shape. So, look, they still have the best player in the world on their roster, but I don't think that just because they have LeBron that they are going to run through the Celtics. I'll tell you one thing. They're not going to fold and die, lay lay down and die like the Raptors did. The, the, the Celtics are going to be a tough out... They're very well coached. Those guys play hard. Brad Stevens puts them in a position to win. And so I do think that uh, that series, I, I think that series will at least be competitive. Uh, by the way, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Uh, you could reach him at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Eddie says, uh, what, LeBron had Kyrie, Wade, Ray Allen to help him win a few of those rings. Is that not good enough? Because I'm uh, referring to what you said last hour. When uh, you said, who did uh, LeBron really have when he won those championships? No, that's not what I said at all. We were, we were just talking about, um, you know, like... Well, pretend you said that. No, I'm just kidding. Go I, ahead. Go now ahead. I got to agree with people on Twitter? <laughs> no, what I said, what you, what you said was, uh, and I'm not, I'm not blaming you. You're my guy. Don't but, blame but, me. I don't care. What you said was, well, this roster isn't that bad. And I said, I don't know, Kyle Korver, Jeff Green, George Hill... Kevin Love was an all-star this year, but he hasn't been playing like an all-star in the playoffs. What I was saying was what LeBron has done in the past is incredible when you look at the fact that three years ago he gets a team with Matthew Della Vadova yes. as their second-best player. He gets him to six games in the finals. And then this year, I, I think this just this is just an awful roster. Kevin Love was terrible early in the playoffs. He has gotten better. 
Uh, but I, I, all I was saying was that there have been some really sorry teams that LeBron has taken really far in the playoffs throughout his career. Could you imagine had LeBron joined a super team? How, how would they be like the best team in the history of the NBA? Would they challenge like seventy three wins if LeBron could take a nothing team and win championships? What could he do to a super team? You know what? What well, could he do if he went to the Lakers? Well, remember when uh, it was the third year in Miami when they beat San Antonio. Uh, in the finals, but they remember they ripped off like 29 wins in a row. It, it was something crazy. They were closing in on the record 33 wins by the Lakers. Uh, but when when he had Wade and Bosch at close to physical their physical peaks, right? They were a pretty uh, unstoppable force. Uh, and then Wade got old really quick, and, and obviously he left Miami after that last uh, finals. Failure against against the the Spurs in 2014, but I mean that was pretty close to a super team that he had there for a couple years, and we saw, like I said, they won. They had to have won about 28, 29 in a row during that 2013 season. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, I'm not even going to start with the LeBron to the uh, to the Lakers, but wow, wow, how much fun would we have? Uh, watching that next year. That'd be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, when we get back, we go out to where else? Las Vegas. Speak to Vegas Runner. Uh, see how much money's coming in on the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Which team's moving the needle? All that's next uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. This segment of the show brought to you by Granger. The products and services that you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger. For the ones who get it done. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Beautiful Saturday night, 12th day of May, as we go right out to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, as he does on every Saturday, uh, you can tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler, Greek underscore Gambler. Uh, you can check him out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. It's Vegas Runner. How you doing, Vegas Runner? Never better, Arnie. Thanks for having me. Not a happy city here in Las Vegas as the Golden Knights get the loss in Game 1, but the sports books are really happy. That and I'll tell you, as much as, you know, they, they cheer for our city, they want us to be happy, rest assured there were a lot of nervous bookmakers going into this series with the Winnipeg Jets because if they're able to get by Winnipeg and get to the Stanley Cup Finals, that leaves a lot of room open for all those betters with future tickets to possibly hedge that wager and guarantee themselves a profit. Fortunately for the books, today we, they saw one of the, the – most respected and winningest uh, NHL group betting over the last five years. They bet Winnipeg, and they unloaded on them in game one, and that's why you saw that line move the way it did this afternoon. And the books, that kind of relaxed them a little bit. And we know the team that wins game one uh, usually goes on to uh, win, especially in this round. In fact, 68% of the teams that have won game one went on to the Stanley Cup finals. So, uh for the Golden Knights to uh, come back, it's going to be difficult to buck history as well. So, again, yeah. City's not happy, Arnie, but the books are, and again, and we got the NBA playoffs starting tomorrow. Give me a comparison on how much money's actually coming in, bet on the Vegas Golden Knights, and are the books worried because of those free tickets that they gave out uh, to people that were betting? Because I know they gave out like uh, $25 or anywhere up to $25 free tickets for the Knights to win the uh, Stanley Cup. Yeah, that, 
Betters are betting Golden Knights hand over fist. I mean, they were betting them prior. I mean, the, the city was in love with them throughout the season. So, and them doing as well as they did, it wasn't going to be a great result for the book. But again, there was so much future action live that they have so much risk. Not only that, but you couple it with once they got past the LA Kings, they became the NHL darling. People started believing. I mean, granted, you're, 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 even your casual and hardcore NFL, NHL fans, they started liking the Golden Knights, but it wasn't until they won that first playoff series that they really believed this team may do it. And they bet them last series, and they bet them again this series. So last series was not a good result for the book, having Vegas beat them the way they did San Jose in six games. Uh, But again, they just came back and bet them again today, and uh, they won a lot of that back with Winnipeg. So anytime Vegas Golden Knights win, it's a bad result for the book because the ticket ratio is so one-sided and that results to the money being so one-sided because even if sharp money comes in the other way it's just so small in comparison to the amount of money the other way from the public who again just loves these golden knights and having them as underdogs like they were offered today and for the series I mean, like I said, they were betting them double-fisted. So uh, books really need the Winnipeg Jets. It'll be a, a good score for the books, not a good result for the betters. Talk about money rolling in. Uh, I've been trying to convince my partner here all night long that nobody in the NBA has a chance against the Warriors. Does anyone in Vegas that knows what they're doing, not not the average fan, Does is anybody putting any money down on anyone other than Golden State with a future to win the championship? You know, it's going to be hard to beat them. Here's the thing. There's so many trends on the line because when you get to the conference finals, history tells us the home teams have such a huge advantage and greater in the NBA than any other seven-game sport, believe it or not. 75% in the NBA playoffs, home teams advance. Um, and then you add to that, you know, the, the semifinal round, you're usually looking at a pretty good home team, and they win close to 7 out of 10 as well. So it puts, you know, uh, Golden State and Cleveland in that spot of historically hasn't been great. But if, if you look at how Vegas is looking at it, they have the road teams favored in the series. You have Golden State favored and Cleveland favored. Now, if you go back since 2000, that's only happened eight times where the road team has been favored in the conference finals to advance. All eight times, they were able to advance. So small sample size, it only goes back to 2000. It's only happened eight times. But all eight times the road team was favored in the series, they advanced. That's the team in in, uh, Cleveland and Golden State in that position. But, again, the bigger sample size tells us it's tough to beat the home teams in the NBA playoffs. Uh, But you're right. That's where the money's coming in so far. Uh, No one's really been jumping on Houston. They haven't jumped on them uh, for the series, and they're not betting them in game one. In fact, they came out as two-point favorites. I've seen as low as a pick them here in Vegas at some of the books that don't cater to sharp action. So it goes to show you where – 
two days out from Monday's Golden State-Houston game, and money's already coming in on Golden State. So you're right. I mean, the market agrees with you. You know, Vegas definitely doesn't want that to happen, but the market agrees with you. Let me ask you this, then. Um, The the fact that it's minus one and it it goes to the other side, does it make it easier to bet for for the professional gamblers out there going, okay, now I don't have to worry about the spread. I'll just, for the most part, I'll just go ahead and pick the winner. Is it easier that way or what? No, let me tell you what they look to do. See, Arnie, you got the right guy on the line to ask that question. That's what I do. I I bet for these guys. Here's why they love games when the point spreads around one, one and a half, two. I'm going to tell you why right now. Because when you have the power to manipulate the market, if I know I can move the market and the line is down around that number, I could lock myself in pretty much free money at no risk. And here's what you do. Now, Houston's a a one-and-a-half point favorite against Golden State. So if you look on the money line, a a one-and-a-half point favorite, probably around minus 115. You could get plus 105. There's even square shops. You get plus 110 on Golden State. So now what they do is they'll bet Golden State at plus money. Now, They'll get respect. Golden State will become a favorite. All of a sudden, they'll become a one, one and a half, two point favorite. Now you got Houston on the money line at plus instead. So they'll come in a couple days, you know, hours, days later and take Houston now on the money line. So I have one ticket with Golden State money line plus 110. I have another ticket with Houston money line plus 110. I'm making 10 cents on the dollar regardless who wins. I don't even have to watch the game. That's wow. why betting syndicates love wow. when, when the books put the lines right around that pick em. It's because they're able to lock in money with taking no risk. And you may say, you know, if you're betting $100, $1,000 even 10%, but when you're able to roll that over and these guys are betting six figures, you know, that that turns into a lot of profit year after year. And that's why, again, when you're able to manipulate markets, there's a lot of that going on. And I, yeah, I love I, I, sitting on Twitter and reading people trying to determine what's happening and just so much guessing going on when you see line moves and just so much going on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't realize. So, uh, so one thing that Arnie and I have been talking about all night is that it feels like, just in general, that this big layoff, four days now, or it's going to be four days by tomorrow, has kind of killed just the momentum of the NBA playoffs and the excitement of it. Has it killed the momentum with betters? Like, like is there less buzz about these series? And I know part of it is I'm sure everyone's waiting until the last second to get their money in. But, yeah. has, but has this kind of big gap slow down anything in Vegas in terms of money being spent? Or do you get more money because you get more time? You would think so, and that's a great question, but you are absolutely right. I mean, these are really good conference finals. I mean, if you look at the first two games, there are coin tosses, pick-ems, minus ones, so they're pretty competitive. Um, you know, obviously, factor in home, field, home court advantage, uh, but still, you would think there would be more hype, and I think the layoff takes a little bit away. Uh, we'll see more tomorrow. Tomorrow, but I was a little bit, uh, you know, surprised today. Not that much volume coming in. Talking to bookmakers, looking into back ends. I'm not seeing that much volume coming in. You're absolutely right. Now that interest will probably pick up, and if these series happen to be extended, not like last year, that's what books are afraid of. Because little series sweeps, they're the worst case scenario for the book. And last year, Golden State took care of San Antonio in four games. Uh, Cleveland took care of Toronto, I believe, in five games. And the favorite went 
six and three, and the over went seven and two. That's terrible for the books. Uh, so you know that they hope interest is gained and volume comes in, and that usually happens if a series is extended. So again, you're one hundred percent right. I think the layoff may have something to do with it. It'll be interesting after the result of game ones if we see it pick up, and and especially if if one of these you know underdogs win and there'll be a topic, can they upset? So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens after game one. I think we'll be able to tell more. All right, last thing before we let you go. I hear that Vegas says Paul George, uh, the favorite to go to the Lakers. Uh, do you ever bet something like that where a player's going to go to the take that bet in Vegas, or is that just overseas because you don't, uh, you know, somebody get a hold of some inside information or something? Exactly. You know, it wasn't until this year where we were able to bet the draft, you know, and, and last yeah, year with the right. Olympics. Yeah, so it, it takes a while for the, the Nevada <laughs> Gaming Commission to come around and say, you know, some, some guy with a lot of money isn't going to toss some around and, and find out the answer the outcome before, you know, it's predetermined. <laughs> so I, I think there's a little worrisome there because someone's going to know, obviously, before he does it. Uh, but I think that may have something to do with it. That's offshore for sure. That's where all that's happening. I don't like to really get involved in that, Arnie, unless I know. Usually the markets are really small, not big limits. So the work you have to put in with the small edge you could possibly gain, just not really worth it. More for fun than anything else, kind of like Benton on America. Idol. I guess if you watch it, yeah. you want action. Why not? You can check him out at TheBigMoves.com or tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. Vegas runner, always a great job, my friend. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck on the uh, basketball. We'll catch up with you later on. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the games, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks, Vegas runner. Uh, he's the best. I always love hearing from him. Some good info. Though some of that was going over my head when he was telling me plus 110, plus 110. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is why... You live in Vegas, and I don't because I, I would be broke. I That's... was going to say, they were calling me Vegas runner last week. I had to run from a few things that I can't really talk about. <laughs> but he is the Vegas runner. I was just a Vegas runner last week. All right. Uh, we got a lot to get to because I want to bring up, is there really a LeBron stopper? One person thinks he is. Is Paul George uh, really the Vegas favorite to go to the Lakers? And speaking about the Lakers, guess who was out in L.A.? We'll get to all that. But first, the Sager's going to get caught us. My Dodgers. Stop. I'm looking good to Sager. They have the defending National League champs lost again. Dropped another home game to the no. dreaded Cincinnati Reds, 5-3. to three. No. The Reds, who were 8-27 eight... <laughs> until this little streak. Reds have now won five in a row. Dodger relievers have given up 11 homers in the last 19 games now. They gave up a home run to blow the lead in this one. Dodger offense, expert at leaving men on base, left 11 on base in this game tonight. Elsewhere, we do have UFC 224 winding down in Brazil as we speak. It's about 1.30 in the morning in Rio. Champion Amanda Nunes from Brazil, the one who TKO'd Ronda Rousey first round 2016, going up against Raquel Pennington late in the second round. Nunes, by the way, had beaten Misha Tate in the first round earlier in 2016 to take the title. There are a couple of ball games though going on. Cardinals at Padres, bottom of the 11th, 1-1 at Petco Park. Mm. Twins at Angels, 3-3 in the bottom of the 10th in Anaheim. Angels have one out and first and second in that game. Yankees and Red Sox each one earlier, so the Red Sox still tied with New York for best record in the majors, 27-12. and At the other end, the White Sox lost their seventh straight. They were down to the Cubs at Wrigley, 8-1 after seven innings. 8-4 Cubs the final. So the White Sox, worst team in the majors now 9-27. and 27. 
James Shields, 1-4, took the loss. ERA over five. Rain delay at the start of over two hours at Wrigley. Eventually, Anthony Rizzo, three-run homer in the first. John Lester got the win. Washington on FS1 today. One again at Arizona, 2-1. to one. That's four straight losses for the Diamondbacks. Notable that the D-backs have now lost a series for the first time this year. Jeez. Steven Strasburg got the win with nine strikeouts in six and two-third innings. At Houston, Charlie Morton, a Game 7 hero of the World Series last year. 5-0 and this year. Lowered his ERA to about two. Houston beats Texas 6-1. to Charlie Morton had 14 strikeouts in seven innings. Atlanta and Colorado each won. Mets at Philadelphia rained out. Boston, I mentioned, got a win. Also, there were a couple of double headers. Detroit at the C- and Seattle split. Baltimore and Tampa Bay split. At least the Rays got a win to end a uh, five-game losing streak. Looks like they're still going in extra innings, those two ball games. Even despite the men on in Anaheim, they're still going in the bottom of the 10th. We did have no NBA tonight, but we did have the NHL Winnipeg win. 4-2 over Vegas to open the West Final. NASCAR victory at Kansas for Kevin Harvick. Back to you. All right, thanks a lot, the Sagers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% of more car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out uh, which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Um, is there a Kobe, a Kobe stopper? I'm so used to saying that. Is there a LeBron stopper? Uh, one NBA player on the Boston Celtics, uh, Marcus Morris, thinks he is. Here's what he had to say earlier. Um, a little older, a little bit more experienced. Um, personally, you know, I think he's probably the best guy to be in the league outside of Kawhi. Oh, gosh. I hate that when the basketballs are playing like that in the background. He pretty much said, uh, outside Kawhi, he is the LeBron stopper. What do you think about that, Aaron? Uh... Idiotic. I mean, <laughs> first of all, how many? Well, come how many, on. How many LeBron stoppers have there allegedly been throughout LeBron's career? I mean, uh, you know, this was supposedly the playoffs where Lance Stevenson got the better of LeBron, and then they ended up winning the series. We remember back to Sean Stevenson years ago. I mean, for Mark, you know, let me. This is my. This was my reaction. I, I had to pull the Eric Bledsoe today when I heard the Marcus Morris quote. I said, Marcus Morris, who's that? <laughs> that that was my reaction. The Eric Bledsoe, that was my reaction. Was like, come on, man. Like, first of all, uh, I, I just think, one, you know, you don't poke the bear here, and I just think LeBron is so great. You're going into the series. You're an underdog, as you said earlier, Arnie. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I, uh, you know what, though? I, I don't have a big problem with that. I mean, look, LeBron's been scoring, what, 38, 40, 42, 44, some games, uh, averaging like 30. I I have no problem with him popping off a little bit. You're, you know, you're, you are the uh, home team. You are uh, the underdog in a way. Uh, I'm popping off a little bit. What, what's LeBron going to do if he's not motivated now? That's certainly not going to motivate him. He's probably saying the same thing. Who said that? Who the hell is that? You know, you know what I mean, Aaron? Well, that's exactly it. And yeah. by the way, uh, great stuff from ESPN uh, earlier today. ESPN.com. Apparently, in the matchups with the Celtics this year, Marcus Morris. The alleged LeBron stopper wasn't even the primary defender on LeBron. Jalen Brown defended him more during the games that they played. And yes. oh, by the way, I looked it up, and I didn't really look it up. It was ESPN.com. Right, but right. when Marcus Morris, the LeBron stopper, guarded LeBron, LeBron went 8 for 16 from the field. That's 50%. My math isn't great. 24 points, 10 assists, 1 turnover. 
Wow. So 24 points in a 10 to 1 assist to turnover ratio. If he's stopping LeBron, oh, uh, Celtics are, uh, the, Cleveland might win this series in three games if Marcus <laughs> Morris is supposed to be the LeBron stopper. <laughs> Let, let's get the Kawhi letter because he wanted to catch a Dodger game. Who well, doesn't? I don't, who doesn't want to have a Dodger dog and, and you know, check out the Dodger game? Uh, first of all, is this the new thing? Kind of like going to a Laker game and sitting with Jack Nicholson in the first row and being seen, and you know, uh, like actors. Is Kawhi just being seen, or did he just want to go to a Dodger game? We're all making too much about this thing. Yeah, see, that was my initial reaction: was the guy is from L.A. Is right. he not allowed went to San Diego State? Went to San Diego State. He's from Riverside, out in right. the Inland Empire. Riverside's uh, not L.A., but go ahead. Yeah, eh, you know, it's it's all relative. Yeah, yeah. It's it's close enough. But okay. So, but I will say. Sitting in the stands with the average fan, I mean, like Kawhi, you're you're six foot nine here. Uh, you're going to be seen. I know he was wearing the hood, doing the Kawhi thing. Oh yeah, well, because we would not have recognized him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So <laughs> to me, I know you want to get into the nuance of him missing time in the playoffs and all that stuff. But to me, if you just want to go to a game and you just want to enjoy yourself, there's nothing wrong with it. But go sit in a box. Go sit in a you know a suite. You, you can afford it to get out of that spotlight. That was the disappointing thing to me, and I do understand on a day like today why Spurs fans would be upset when you see something like that. Online. So you think he did it on purpose? I never said that. Well, do, do you think he I was think doing he, it to be seen then? I think he was blissfully unaware. I, I, I just think— Oh, so you don't think it had any ulterior motive like, hey, I want to be traded to the Lakers or anything like that? Arnie, so here's the thing. I've lived yeah. in L.A. for six years now. You know how yeah. many— People that I've heard want to be Lakers that have not been. La- I've heard at least three different times that LeBron wants to be a Laker. I want to be a Laker. Yes. <laughs> well, you and Steve Kerr, you were like high school yes, teammates. Yes, you were unbelievable. Yes, yes. But but since I moved here, the closest I became the uh, being a Laker is in high school when Jeannie Buss said hello to me. So I, that's there. right. Yeah, your, yes, your high school sweetheart. That's right. Yeah. She doesn't know about it, but it's okay. That's cool. Um, no, I mean, look. Since I moved here, I've heard that. The, the Lakers are going to sign Kevin Love when he was a star because he's from L.A. There was a while where it was going to be LeBron, and then it was going to be Kyrie when they thought Kyrie might opt, opt out and not sign the long-term now extension. Now it's Paul George, right? Now we it's Paul George. We heard Russell Westbrook. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. I just I, I don't think things are great right now between Kawhi and the Spurs, but the idea that everyone is dying to be a Laker, dying to join a 32-win team uh, that hasn't made the playoffs in five years, like, come on. Well, but that aside, though, money, um, and you probably know better than I do, uh, if he uh, stays about money? in San Antonio, I though, <laughs> well, the, I think it's like 30 or 40 more yes. uh, if he stays with the Spurs. But I think that, I got to be honest with you, I think that ship has already sailed. Uh, he's not going to be able to repair that relationship, especially with the way that team's aging. It's time for him. I don't think he wants to play for Popovich anymore either. I think it's time for him to move on out. Yeah, I do think Popovich kind of overplayed his hand during these playoffs, right? I mean, the the, the famous uh, quote of uh, "You got to talk to Kawhi and his people or his yeah. camp or whatever." Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like. I mean, you know, it's what we we were talking about earlier, Arnie. Is at the end of the day, Pop is great, but you do need stars, and and Pop. For say what you want about him, he's won a lot. I mean, come on. You got Tim Duncan right out of college. By the way, thanks to the fact that David Robinson got hurt the year before, so he ended up with the number one pick. Right. You get Duncan. Which is when Popovich happened to start coaching, but go ahead. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's had a pretty good run here. And I think at a certain point here, I do think that Pop thinks that maybe he invented the sport of basketball. 
And I do think that at the end of the day, you need players. And I did not, I, I just didn't like how he kind of publicly handled himself, uh, this being Popovich throughout the playoffs. Now, Kawhi, you would have liked to see him on the sidelines. You would have liked to see him more involved. But at least at this point, we're, we're guessing on what is going on in Kawhi's head. Pop was pretty out there as far as maybe saying some things that, as you alluded to, Arnie, are going to uh, uh, injure the, or injure well, this relationship even further. We don't have to look far. You go to a Dodger game, but you can't go and be with the team, can't be on the sideline, can't be on the bench. Uh, he didn't want to be there, or they didn't want him there, or maybe a little bit of both. But that that shows that there's something wrong. Even the injured uh, sit on the bench or sit near the bench, sit in the stands, sit right there, root for the team, go to the game, don't they? Well, you knew. I knew it was bad when Tony Parker starts kind of saying publicly, "Oh, yes, yeah, yeah." Oh, I had the same injury. It yeah. didn't take me this long. I was like, yeah, oh. it "Took me an hour to get that." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I so I don't know. It was. It, it, it was. It was a bad look for Kawhi to be there. I don't know that this means that he's going to be wearing the purple and gold uh, six months from now. Our three predictions each coming up next as we finish out the show. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Boy, the show just flying by for crying out loud. Where is the time gone? Uh, Give us a little music. Let's get to our three predictions. Put us in the mood before we get out of here. What is wrong with you? Can't you just do one simple thing? When I ask you to do one simple thing, just play some music. So I could give my picks. We need to get some better help here, and that's for sure. Uh, Rockets, Golden say. State. That that's the that's the premier matchup. That's obviously going to be the one with all the ratings. That's the money. When does that start? Like Thursday? Uh, I think next week, sometime. Uh, that is the game that is must see TV, uh, and I believe the one that's going to be more of a fight than people even imagine. I can't believe. It's not that people are picking Golden State. I certainly understand that. If you want to pick him in six or seven, more understandable, especially if it's in six, because that sixth game would be at home for them. But everybody all of a sudden, excuse me, no, the uh, fifth game. No, no, I was right. The sixth game would be at home for them. But everybody thinks that this is going to be a Golden State route, that if they don't sweep it, they'll take it in five and they'll give the obligatory one game to the Houston Rockets. I don't see it that way. I think it's going to be much more of a fight. I think the Rockets can match point for point with them. And I think uh, Golden State could have a little bit of trouble uh, with that Rocket defense, which is a little bit better than people give them credit for, believe it or not. I'm going with the Rockets in seven. What about you, Aaron? Music says it all. Uh, (laughs) I feel the opposite. I think the Warriors are a juggernaut. I am still not sold on the Rockets. I will say Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Cavaliers and Celtics. And I don't think this is going to be must-see TV. The NBA is like, oh, boy, I hope this better (laughs) go seven. Because if this goes four or five, we're really in trouble. I think it's been a great story. I just don't think it's been a NBA or a, a nationwide great story. The NBA is certainly hoping that the Cavs get in. Uh, that being said, the Cavs will get in, but it's going to be a much harder fight, especially because the Celtics haven't lost at home in the playoffs, and they're going to have to lose at home if the Cavaliers are wanting to uh, go on to advance. I think the Cavaliers win it, but it's going to be a fight. Give me the Cavs in seven, Aaron. 
So Cavs in seven means that they would have to win in Boston. Yes, so the last game, yes. I was going to say, I will take the Arnie Spanier uh, theory there of the Celtics are really good at home. As you said, with the Warriors winning six, it makes sense because they would be in Golden State. I will take the Cavs in six for the same reason. They better close it out at home. I know they're the better team, but I wouldn't want to have to go to Boston for a game seven. All right, we'll just go ahead and finish this out. I think uh, when you start looking at championships, can you imagine if the Cavaliers, who we wrote off, I mean, right? Remember when they made that trade uh, and, they, you know, uh, Larry Nance Jr. and all that they got? And uh, everybody's like, oh, look what they did the first game. And then they fell apart after that. And everybody wrote off the Cavaliers. Uh, can you imagine if they win it now? And I'm back on the bandwagon. So I say the Cavaliers win it all, win the championship. No! And LeBron. <laughs> Wasn't don't do it to me, Artie. Wait a second. About the goat of all time. Wasn't there a threat that if the Rockets didn't win the championship, you'd you'd quit? Yeah. Yeah. Did I say that? Aaron's right. Uh, You can't just. Yeah, yeah, you're you're scared, Artie. You can't change your mind. You've been on this for two. You've been you've been on it for two months, and now all of a sudden, just because you want to spite me because I embarrassed you because of a Pelicans topic, you want to spite me. I and always want to spite you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't miss no, you here, Arnie. I, look, the, the game, the, the series has not started. So, look, and I was right about the Rockets. Did they not have the best record in the Western Conference? Was I not dead on about that one, Aaron? Uh, did you predict they would have the best record of the preseason? Well, I, I just said they'd be the best. Uh, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, okay, so first you got the Rockets to win the championship. Now yeah. you got the Cavs and the other Rockets with the best record. Well, the championship is not over yet. We haven't got to the championship series. So I'm, I'm you going just with my Cavs. You I'm going with my Cavaliers. You still got right the Dodgers now. in the World Series too or what? Wow. You're going to pick up my Dodgers? I'll say, by the way, Golden State in four. They're sweeping whoever. Wow. They Listen, if the Cavs could only win one game when they had some guy named Kyrie Irving last year, I'm sorry, but uh, a lot of I don't George Hill. I'm not sold that George Hill is going to be the X factor in the finals here. All right, I, look, I got to thank the crew. Let's thank Eminem, even though he really doesn't do a whole heck of a lot. Thanks to Raider Ryan. I don't even want to thank those. That's guys. not they my just, name. They just mess up the show. Thanks to the Sager. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas, our buddies R.J. Bell and Steve Kofield. Love those guys. Give you the Vegas perspective on what's going on, and uh, obviously get you ready for the conference basketball finals right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 